I started at one, you started at three. We made we met in the middle. We met at two. Wait, I started at three. No, I started at go. You started at one? No, you were counting three, two, one, and I was counting one, two, three. Oh god. For a second it worked though. We both said two at about the same time. Well, now our audio is gonna be three seconds off from oh, each other. And nothing will make sense. I'll never fix it. Fuck it. Hey, you'll get you'll get the idea, guys. <laughs> you'll get the general idea of what's going on. Yeah, our jokes might actually land better than normal. Who knows? Yeah. It's called internet <laughs> timing. Uh what's happening, buddy? How's your ass? How's that old ass of yours? Hurts, thanks. How are uh, you? Is it broken? Did you did you literally break your ass? I did not literally break my ass. Nice. That's good. It's great news. We're yeah. thrilled. <laughs> did we talk about that here? Or am I just opening by asking you questions about your ass and no one knows what's happening? I think we might have done that on the Patreon, so okay. everyone's pretty confused right now. Sure. Uh, the summary is that Ryan may not actually have ever learned how to ride a bicycle properly and he he hurt himself again i fell down again (laughs) i lean away from the mic to stretch my standing energy is on zero right now yeah that'll happen buddy but you know still waking up sick that's always good I don't know. I mean, you know, it's better than the alternative. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, okay, fair enough. Someday, some days. <laughs> uh, what's uh what's up with you, man? What you oh, doing? Oh, I'm just chilling. Hanging out in the same place where I hang out every day for nine months at a time. Hanging out in my house. Yeah, man. Same old thing. It's lovely outside, though, which is, you know, better than we usually Fucking do in a. October in Minnesota. Fucking A. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Life's fine. I mean, you know, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's just, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. I got I'm not going to rave. I'm not going to rave about it. I got a very silly ass episode planned for us. And I'm going to get your opinion on uh, our Patreon episode live during this episode. So, oh, uh, my opinion on a thing that we could talk about on a Patreon episode. Correct. Okay. Go to patreon.com slash what if podcast for $5 a month. You get access to over a hundred episodes and an extra episode every week and potentially access to the episode that Spencer's about to tell me about. Oh, right now I'm going to No, I, I can't right now. We will, we will once it's an extension of this episode. So we'll get there eventually. Oh, I see. I thought <laughs> that was just, I thought this was just your, these were the topics you would like to cover today. I understand mm. now. It's a, it's yes. a, it's a piece of another piece. Correct. Correct. Uh, before all that, I'm though, tracking. Hey, I'm tracking. I'm picking up what you're laying down, bud. I'm stacking what you're bailing. <laughs> That's a new one to me. Stacking what you're bailing. You're welcome. Ah, thank you. Bailing uh, hay. It's it, no, dude, no, it's I, fall, I, man. I, we're I talking about it. hay bales. I got it. That's why I liked it because I understood. <laughs> I'm shucking what you're growing. Mm, don't like that one so much. Corn. It's <laughs> I, corn. Again, I, I didn't like it because I understood it. I'm carving what's your pumpkin. Now nah, that one I don't know. You're going to have to explain that one to me. Pumpkin is a verb well, now? Well, see, it had the in on it. So Stacking, pump, bailing, pump, carving, pumpkin. So pump Get it? is the verb to pump. Could be. <laughs> 
The state Could of being be. a, a pumpkin is is to pumpk. That's so terrible to say out loud. <laughs> you haven't even tried it yet. There you go. Now you got it. I heard. I heard it though. It sounded like <laughs> ash leaving it's, your lips. <laughs> it's terrible to hear. It's pretty fun to say. Pump. <laughs> See, I feel like I'm going to tip over when I say it. <laughs> are, uh, hey, are you going to oh, carve man, pumpkins? We need fucking help, buddy. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, probably not. I've I've never been a big fan of carving pumpkins. Yeah. How come? Because you don't like fun things? No, you just don't like things that other people like. <laughs> no, it's, well, both. It's a combination of uh, I was never very good at it, and then like the the goopy stuff is just gross. Oh, and it makes your skin all like itchy Ugh. and sticky and weird. Oh, yeah, and man. then the payoff is just what? Now An I got a hollow gourd. Ve- vegetable on your front doorstep that brings delight and joy to children and neighbors alike. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> See, it's, it, I was right the first time. <laughs> I didn't say you were wrong. <laughs> I, I did not disagree with your your assessment. <laughs> I just I just uh, yes and did your assessment. I um I always liked carving pumpkins specifically for the seeds. Pumpkin seeds I I can get on board with. I'm big. I'm a big fan of. You can also buy. Making. Buy them already roasted and salted, though, and not have to stick They're... your hand inside of a yellow orange brain. A yellow orange brain. They're uh, they're better when you make them at home, though. You can like do your own seasoning, and you can like control the crispness, the browndedness. Mm. Mm. I'm just saying. Did you, Why? Ryan? Speaking of, did you make some picks for the Bake Off this week? Uh. No, I thought we were doing it on the show. I thought that's what we were doing. <sighs> okay, fine. Because if I go into the spreadsheet and I see what other people are picking, it's going to impact me. I'm going to go, oh, well, if 10 people picked no, no, no. You know, you just, this person. There's, there's a form, dog. Oh. Yeah, but I can I can enter it for you. Okay. Your email address is. Are they making pumpkin bread? Please don't read my email address uh, aloud on the internet to thousands of people. Oh, it won't it won't let me <laughs> Your email address is <laughs> Well, I was gonna use our, our podcast one. Oh, that would work too. But I could use your uh, Ryan dot <laughs> give you the first half, folks. Ryan dot <sighs> later there's Nat. Okay. Um guy. Oh, did you look at the scores from last week? Because you did way better than I did. Ha <laughs> <Eat> my shorts. <laughs> Last week was a was a rough one. No one picked the guy who won. Uh, I I came in with a hot negative thirteen for last week. That's, in last place. That's so bad. And you you had four positive four. Are you telling me I did seventeen a, points better than you? And I've never seen an episode of this show. It's almost like this is not a skill based thing that we're doing. I'm a god. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of a lot of big negative numbers last week. Anyway, all right. Um, how did I I'm wait? How did I your, do in comparison to the pack? You were hold on. I think you were like top. You were top ten for sure. Oh, let's see. I am a god. Let's go, baby. <laughs> I mean, out of like thirty, but don't Dude, get top too third for blindly guessing. I'm a savant. Yeah, I mean, like two thirds of people had negative points this week because we all wow. 
No one saw no one saw Dave getting Star Baker this week. Fucking Dave came in hot after being just trashed the first week. Um, Jesus, why can't is Dave the Tom DeLonge guy? Yeah, he is. He made a Tom DeLonge oh, cake week shit. one, and then he was Star Baker week two. Uh, I don't know. I can't find it right now. But you were, you were, you were. Uh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Fucking, uh, fucking. Ryan, your total score was plus three, which put you tied for second. Oh my god! I'm. <laughs> I should quit. I should the top quit. score last week was only five. Uh, and then Barry. So the, the bottom three were me, Matt and Barry at negative 13, negative 13 and negative nine. You guys are terrible at this. Yeah, and I'm have, so good have, at it. We have money on the line and we finished last and tied for last and second to last. All right. All right. So I'll manually enter your, uh, your entry here because we're technically after the deadline, but that's okay. Your options for week three are yes, uh, Dave. Dave is still there. Okay, Ermine slash Hermione, Laura, Linda, Lottie, Mark, Mark. I want lot. I want Lottie. Lottie. Okay. Uh, Mark with a C. Mark with a K. Peter, Rowan, and Sura. I want Rowan, and I want okay. Mark with a K this week. All right. So I had Mark with a C last week, and I think Mark with a K is about to fuck it up. <laughs> fuck it up. Fuck it up. All right. Okay. Um, we'll see how it goes, bud. Tight. Thank you for your assistance in this endeavor. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we get to our actual shit, Joy, quickly, because we almost forgot last week. What do you got? <clears throat> got it. I know you got something. I'm not going to lie. I hate this. I hate this segment more than ever these days. Well, that's why we're doing it. Yeah. That's the whole point. You're right. You're right. It is. <laughs> um, I went for, so I've been trying to go for short walks in my neighborhood uh, mm-hmm. to like stretch my legs and my back and get my body back in working order. Get your ass in gear, get my, get my ass in gear quite literally. And I, uh, I went for a walk on like, a, it was like 68 degrees and breezy and like a total bluebird. And I kicked through leaves in the gutter, like a kid. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And that was tight. I enjoyed that sensation very much and they were very pretty and i was like i'm a child again i'm kicking through leaves on the sidewalk sick that's my joy yeah man it uh it very much smelled like fall outside the other day big fall big fall energy especially when it's been a little bit warmer everything's decomposing smells just a little bit poopy outside <laughs> get that poopy rotten sense just like covering the city oh you gotta you gotta love it you love to see it oh boy good old midwest just kind of smells like shit outside <laughs> hey what's that it's poop that's that's the air we breathe <laughs> uh, uh what do i have um i've been eating real well the last couple of days and feeling good okay 
Yeah. Okay. Been eating just like fruits and veggies and meats. Mm. Not eating the dairies and the carbs and the alcohols, and I'm feeling good about it. Let's go. Good for I you. Sort of like slowly slid into just eating like shit over the last six months. Oh God, are you kidding me? It's so easy. Yeah. It's so yeah. easy. So getting it rained back in and like already starting to feel good. We're Move like your bot around. You eat some good food and like shits shits better. Damn, it's so wild how that works, man. I know that that's true, right? but. I just choose to ignore it's, it for like roughly 50% of oh, my life. <laughs> absolutely. Because that's way easier. Well, and with the whole, you know, it in the aftertimes that we're in now, it's so much easier to just be like, I can't do anything fun. I can't feel anything fun. You know, it would be fun. Like of uh, like a food treat of some kind that brings me joy or that I like, and also, right. I'm I'm nesting, you know. I want to feel cozy. Like, you know, what sounds tight? A fucking cheeseburger. You know, what doesn't sound tight? A salad. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to just get like a little bit more dialed uh, dialed back before we're literally stuck in our houses for three or four months. Yeah, you gotta. If you don't start early, things go things go real bad. Mm. I, I've I've had this theory. Well, They've been going bad while I've been outside every day. So I gotta, I gotta like, gotta dial it in, make some, make some boundaries real quick. My theory is that for the last roughly decade of my life, I put on 15 pounds over the six months of winter and then I take off 15 (laughs) pounds in the summer. (laughs) And I just go through that cycle every year. And this is the year where I'm like, "Mm, not sure I took the 15 off over the summer this year. What are we going to net out at in uh, March of next year? What's that going to look this like? This year it's plus 30. Um, hey, if you're looking for a way to uh, to continue eating healthily, boy, can I ever tell you that the motherfucking air fryer is crushing it for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you want to eat vegetables because they're very good. Somebody, ah, oh, fuck. Somebody DM'd us a, a recipe. I don't know. Hopefully you saw it because now I don't remember who it was or what platform it was on. Because we were talking about air fryers. Someone sent an air fryer recipe. Yeah. They were like, you got to do this thing in the air fryer, bro. That's fantastic. I'm so. But now I forgot what I'm it was. I'm so glad that someone was anyway. inspired by our conversation to be like, hey, yo, <laughs> but have you tried this air fryer <laughs> recipe? But really, though, dude, yeah, I mean, my, uh, we made a. I shouldn't say I made. My back's been fucked up. My wife made. Uh, fucking delicious Brussels sprouts in like 15 minutes. Just like zap them, yeah, man. crunchy, crispy, yummy. Zap them, crispy, crunchy, yummy. Pop, Pop it. Pop it. Oh! <laughs> we nailed it. We didn't even plan it. Damn. How's that for some internet timing? Let's go, baby. Uh, but yeah, I'm, my, my diet's been like... <laughs> I'm in danger. And I'm trying to make sure it doesn't get to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit yeah man so anyway yeah right. man feeling good uh good for you we have some we have some wotes today ryan worst of all times there's some wotes in this house there's some wotes in this house <laughs> I, don't, I don't edit episodes uh, anymore but i'm gonna yes. go ahead and edit that out <laughs> <laughs> i nailed it dude I'm I'm the funniest oh. person I know. Well, now I feel terrible about this whole episode. <laughs> Cuz you have to think that the entire time. No, just just that you said it. 
<laughs> um, anyway, worst worst of all time as as opposed to greatest of all time. Or I guess we could say like it could be totes. It could be trashest of all time. Is it trash? Is it trashest of all time? Is it totes? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. I like it. What what if it was totes? That's today's. What episode. if it was totes? What uh, if it was the trash? Wait, but it's t- the trashest of all time. So it's two T's. Well, it could just be. T- it could just be trashest of all time, or the first T could be silent. To totes. <laughs> <laughs> to totes. Pump- Pumpkins and totes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I've got a bunch of things that are either objectively or uh, they're consensusly the worst of their of their kind. This sounds like a fire roasting session in waiting, and I'm totally into it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I think. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to let you pick the the order in which we do these things, though. So I've got. Uh, video game. I've got an uh, opera singer. I've got rock band. I've got baseball team. Car. Year. What? 2020 uh, is clearly the answer to dude, that. Honestly, I had to like very carefully tailor my Google search searches so that the results wouldn't all be about 2020. <laughs> I mean, uh, the worst restaurant in Boston <laughs> and the worst, the worst concerts. Okay. Any of those, uh, sound like a good place to start. Uh, okay. First of all, about? the worst opera singer of all time is definitely me. Well, <laughs> you're not an opera singer though. Okay. Fair. But also that's the worst sort of professional what makes opera me. singer. What's that? The worst professional opera singer. Got I'll it. Put it that way. Okay, I kind of want to start there. That sounds kind of fun to me. Okay, uh, so the consensus, or well, I don't know, one of the or often considered the worst opera singer of all time was a woman named Florence. <clears throat> excuse me, Florence Foster Jenkins. Damn, that's so uh, disrespectful for everyone to be like, yo. But have you ever heard her? She sucks. Well, maybe I should just start. I have some audio. We have audio of her? Yeah. Is she still alive? No, she was born in 1868 and died in 1944. So I think she's been dead for almost 80 years. We can make fun of her. Is her family making money off that that catalog? Do they own the masters? No, no, no. This is... uh, this is public domain music we're about to play. Fantastic. Then I don't feel bad at all. Oh, Let's go. This is not really relevant, but I before I forget, Chuck Tingle has given anyone permission to read his work on any platforms for free without like having written permission. Oh my god, are we about to have like a recurring series where we read a ch- one chapter of a Tingle a Tingler? So I haven't read I own a hard copy of but have not yet read the uh his Harriet Potter book, Harriet Porber, Harriet Por- Harriet Porber. There it is. You also own many of the digital books cause we've bought them on well, the show yes. before. <laughs> yes. That one seems, uh, most exciting and I have the actual book, but anyway, could we, here's- Oh wait, could we get like via cameo? Could we be like, Hey, a bunch of guests. I just need you to read two sentences of this oh. tingler. 
Robert Clotworthy turned us down because it was for our podcast and not for personal use, by the way. Robert! Yeah. What a so, jerk. I don't know if Cameo will work for those sorts of things, but we could we could have guests read a chapter of uh, Harriet Porber for or, sure. Or could we get like a really, really good voice actor who's just like got like a sultry ass Morgan Freeman voice mm. to just do one chapter so of Freeman. a tingler? <laughs> Can we get Morgan Freeman? Is Morgan <laughs> Freeman available and or in our price range? Could we get Chuck Tingle? Dude, maybe that should be it. Would that would <laughs> I mean the man himself has been on this show and has called it dang neat. Would he hop on and read a chapter to our fans? I mean I think this is such a dang neat show. I think you're a dang neat person and you continue to prove love is real. Thanks, Chuck. All right, we'll figure that out offline. Here's Florence Foster Jenkins attempting to sing uh, part of Mozart's The Magic Flute. I love how it starts out like sort of okay. <laughs> okay, that is exactly what I was going to say. Is At first I was like, okay, I don't know much about opera, but this isn't like that bad. And she she went bad real quick. <laughs> <laughs> that, that train left the rails by the end there. Uh, that was like some, oh no, I'm exhausted. And it was like, boo! Like, I'm going Yeah, as soon as like those, flat. those runs started, she's like multiple whole steps flat on a couple of those notes. Is that <laughs> like you didn't even get halfway to the correct note? Is and that the timing is all fucked too? Is that an opera? Uh, yeah. It, what was it called? Mozart's what? It's the magic flute. Uh, but, um, but what I'm saying is, is that a, is that a flute piece that she was trying to sing? Because I also get the impression that that, 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 that may not be intended to be done with a human voice. Oh no, that it, that is the original arrangement. It's an opera. Got it. Oh, yep. No. Um there are people who can sing that, just not <laughs> her. Well, not especially not now. She's very dead. But she started out as a uh, a pianist and was actually very good and uh was a professional pianist until she hurt her arm somehow. I don't know what exactly happened, but in a way that she could no longer professionally play piano and she moved to New York and was teaching piano lessons. Um, and her father died and left her a shitload of money when she was, let's see, probably in her late thirties. And so she didn't really have to work anymore. And she decided that since she, couldn't play piano professionally, didn't need to teach piano. She was going to be a professional singer. I mean, live your best life. Follow your heart. <laughs> live your truth. Don't yuck anybody's yum. She started out she started out by producing theater shows and then just casting herself as the lead Bro, in them. I'm for it, man. Like, you know what? It's the 
you know, it's the classic move of like the uh, the rap show promoter who puts himself on first or like right before the the headliner for ten minutes. Brilliant. Yeah, it's a strategy, man. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's ever worked for anyone in any genre, but many have tried. And you know, she's famous somehow. (laughs) It's true. We're talking about her. Um, So she started doing theater productions. Huh? Bro, she's she's the Rebecca Black of opera, man. <laughs> Who's Rebecca Black? Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Oh, that song bangs. What are you talking about? <laughs> party and party and yeah, <laughs> yeah, bars. <laughs> I'm just saying, like she used her parents' money to make a shitty song and got famous. It's the same thing. I mean, here's the thing, though. That's like most famous musicians. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. <laughs> and actors and everyone who is famous. Most of them had money to start with. Anyway, uh, she then started giving private vocal recitals uh, when she was 44 years old. So she would just like book out a theater or do them out of her home and just invite people to come hear her sing. Cool. One of my favorite parts about this whole thing is the quotes from critics or people that actually saw her perform. Oh yes. One is from uh, vocal instructor, Bill Schumann, who said, there's no way to even pedagogically discuss it. It's amazing that she's even attempting to sing that music. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That is devastating. And I love it. Uh, some opera nerd, Ira Sif, said, quote, Jenkins was exquisitely bad, so bad that it added up to quite a good evening of theater. She would stray far from the original music and do insightful and instinctual things with her voice, but in a terribly distorted way. Oh. There, was, <laughs> there was no end to the horribleness. <laughs> Put it on the list. There <laughs> no was end no to end the to the horribleness. <laughs> No end to the horribleness. Put it either there was no end to the horribleness or no end to the horribleness. I like no end to the horribleness because the, there was no, implied right. there was no end implies that it did indeed end. You're right. No, you're right. It's got to be no present tense. To, yeah. No end to the horribleness is a fantastic band name. Put it on the list. But dude, dude makes a good point of like she has good musical instincts. She just can't do any of it. Was this like a bit in some capacity? Like, was she just like, is there right. a possibility that she realized that it was like entertaining to watch her try to accomplish something she was fully incapable of accomplishing? Um, It's not clear. Like she, if it was a bit, she was very committed to it. Got like it. She never admitted or implied in any way that it was a joke. Okay. But it also would be sort of impossible for it not to be, or for her to at least not be aware of what she sounded like. Oh, no, 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 no. See what you're doing there is assuming (laughs) that people are self-aware enough to not put bad things into the universe. And yet time and time again, we have proved that people think they're awesome at things that they're really fucking bad at. Yes. But she was actually good at something like very closely related. 
like for a professional musician to do that and think it sounds good seems pretty implausible to me. Like as in if she was good enough at piano. Like you know that you missed a bunch a of those notes. I mean, do you have to have good pitch if you're a piano player, if you're just reading keys? Maybe she played well, an out-of-tune piano for like the majority of her career and was like, sounds fucking sick. She doesn't know. Doing some microtonal shit. Uh, Hitting the right key that corresponds with the right note, but she's yeah, like, but you still well, sounds great it. to me. You still have to like, you have to read the note, play it, and be like, yes, that is indeed an A. Like, yeah, being able to replicate it with your body is obviously different, but you would know that the sound you're making is not an A. You know what I mean? Because you've played an A over and over again. You've heard I don't it know. I'm just thousands of times. Yeah, I'm just. I just believe that there are people who are so like horrifically unaware of themselves that they just fucking send it, dude. They just full send their fucking shit. Yeah. I'm, yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying, I think it's possible that she might have just been fucking going for it. Sure. Uh, a quote to support your your hypothesis here uh, from Florence. Quote, people may say I can't sing, but no one could ever say I didn't sing. Bars, dude. <laughs> Bars. God, that's awesome. Am I lying? Like that's the perfect God. approach to everything, right? I'm I'm like I'm I'm kind of flabbergasted by that. That is such a fantastic like you said I did it bad. Say I didn't do it. I did it. Right. At least I, still I did, did it. it and you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck with your boy. Fuck with me. I'm grown now. <laughs> Um, also she, there's a hypothesis that she had, uh, untreated syphilis, which fucked with her nervous system and she couldn't actually hear by the time she started singing. Oh no, that's so much less fun than everything we've talked about so far. Well, that's why I left it for the end. (laughs) So we could just feel terrible about all the jokes we made. Well, none of, none of these things are confirmed. So we can... We can choose to believe that she was just out there fucking sending it and having a good time. I just, we can't prove either way. I just love the idea of being like, Hey, you know, what's fun for me singing opera. Do you know what? I don't care about any of your opinions. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know what? I have enough family funds to do a thing that brings me joy. Yeah, man. I did it. And you didn't. If I were super rich, You'd see well, you might not see it because I wouldn't I want wouldn't want the like performance part of it. But if you followed me around, you'd see me being real bad at a bunch of shit. Oh yeah, dude. For sure. And also like like if if I was really, really rich, I would be on some DJ Khaled shit being like, you know what would be cool? If we put fucking Metallica and ASAP Ferg on the same song, <laughs> I mean that, I have the money. that would be cool. It would be cool, but I'm saying that collaboration will never happen in real life. But if I had money, I'd be like, I'm going to make something fucking wild that I think would sound cool as shit. And like, y'all can deal with it. I would go system of a down and Ferg, but mm. Talc is uh, not heavy enough. System of a down and Denzel Curry. Well, yeah. 
That's a little too obvious, so he's already, you know. That's true. I guess he already did the rage thing. Yeah. Anyway, God, um, we should do we should do a version of that least likely what? collaborations to ever happen, but also things that would unexpectedly fucking rip. Are you just describing mashups? Is it 2006? No, but like, bro, bro, bro. What if we put like Jay Z over over Weezer the sweater song? Did that happen? Did that I, happen? I, I don't know. Probably. Probably. <laughs> I'm sure. Keep going. I'm going to Google this. I bet you're right. If that exact thing didn't happen, something equally stupid did. (laughs) Like, I think 90% of the songs that have ever existed, at least in pop music, have been mashed up with 90% of the other songs. Wow. Did I nail it? Wow. 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 No. (laughs) Oh, shit. But... Oh, Jesus Christ. I feel like I have to... Mm, we can't play this, can we? Fuck. I don't, probably not. I don't know what you're looking at because you haven't told any well, of us. Well, sorry. I'm taking it all <laughs> in. There's a lot happening on my on my YouTube search here. It definitely consists of 99 Problems with Buddy Holly, which apparently oh, is a Buddy okay, Holly. Okay, you got to give me that then. That's fucking close enough. I, it's oh, a different song from the same album. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just trying to okay. like... You undersold uh, my guess initially there. Uh, no, no, I, I'm just saying like there's a lot going on here. I've also got uh, <laughs> "Say It Ain't December 4th okay. by someone who made their mashup Jay Zezer, which makes me want to jump off every building I've ever been inside of. I would have gone Wheezy. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Wheezy is pretty good. <laughs> You put like a well, put, now, you put like a, a Wayne fucking audio engineer here, man. Now you have to make the Weezy project because that's funny. <laughs> but then does it end up just being like all Wayne verses? Bro, nothing would be funnier than selling it as a fucking Jay Z Weezer mashup and just putting out like fucking the Carter like two. <laughs> now this is what you get. I don't know. This is what it sounds Deal like when it. you combine the two. I There's use a non traditional also... mashup technique. There's also I have so uh, much prep and we're talking about Weezer mashups. <laughs> surf wax off your shoulders, which oh, sounds God. like a personal hell for me. So you've, you've named like every other song on that album. Somebody must have done the sweater song. Um, Jay-Z Weezer sweater song. They did everything no. else, but not like the one of the singles from that album. Now you have to do it. No, I absolutely don't. Yes. No. Uh, okay. You've you've manifested this. I'm not doing it. Uh, Ryan, video game, rock band, baseball team, mm, restaurant in Boston, car. Dude, I feel like restaurant in Boston is just waiting for fucking uh, like a bajillion sounders from... <laughs> Oh, good from point. our from our Boston guy. <laughs> we're seeing some shit we ain't never seen before. All right, I'll kid. I'll do this one quickly because it's a short the, one. The worst restaurant in Boston is just like, hey, uh, you're not mean enough, <laughs> and your chowder sucks. Oh my! Look at this fucking thing. So, I tried to find the worst reviewed places on Yelp that had like a significant number of reviews. 
Love it. And it's, it's harder than I thought it would be. Like, so if you look at all Minneapolis restaurants and you can sort by rating, the, the worst reviewed restaurant in Minneapolis still has like three and a half stars on Yelp that has any huh. significant number of ratings. And I don't know if that's just because like places that are worse than that usually don't last very long or don't huh. get very many reviews or if Yelp somehow hides them. I don't know. But there's a spot in Boston called the Regal Cafe that has 127 reviews and an average of one star, <laughs> which is really impressive. That means all the people who reviewed you Gave you a one star review. I, yes, not, I think not literally, I, but like the equivalent of. Well, I mean, it's got to be well, pretty wait. damn close. It, I yeah, mean, bec- it, because one is the lowest. So I was just going to say, wait, there is no zero stars, huh? So it has to be that. I mean, well, they might do some rounding, I guess. You know, if it's like 125 one star reviews and two three star reviews, and that comes out to 1.1 and they round, but I don't know if they do fractional. Anyway. But it sucks. Um, yeah. And I would like to read you one particular review from Sadie F. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Yes. I need to know multiple things first. Sure. What's the name of the restaurant? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I need to know the name of the restaurant. I need to know what kind of food we're talking about here. Okay. It is and- the Regal Cafe. The Regal Cafe. Oh, you already said that. My bad. Yeah. Uh, Google calls it a pizza restaurant. Okay. The photos show a grill, but it's a Weber grill. It's like a, not a commercial kitchen grill. It's like a, uh, okay, here we go. I found a, a photo of the, of the outside of it. Their sign says pizza subs wings. Okay. They Wait. don't they don't appear to have a website. Oh no, here we go. Regalcafemenu.com. Nice. Is it possible that this is one of those places where like they did something shitty and hateful and they just got ratioed by people who had never actually been there before? It doesn't seem like it. Like most of these seem like genuine reviews. Um why did you pick worst restaurant in Boston? Was it because of this review you're about to read me? It's because this was like the worst reviewed restaurant in the country that I could find. Fantastic. (laughs) With with a significant number of reviews. Fantastic. Uh, (laughs) Like some of these reviews are insane. Still waiting. Ordered a pizza at 11 p.m. last night. It's now 3 p.m. the next day. Guy on the phone says he'll be there. We're coming from Boston. I'll give him 10 more minutes. (laughs) Another person said, I'd rather go to the zoo and eat a large pile of donkey shit than eat any of the disgusting slop they serve at this hellhole. Fuck this place. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Some people are saying that it might just be a scam that's not even actually a restaurant. Who knows? All I know is you can get a lobster panini for $18.90 if you want. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Or calamari for $17. This is one of those places where the menu is so large that there's just no chance any of it's good. Like oh, if you serve time. pizza and calamari, they're both horrible. 
Yeah, you can't be doing that. Well, I, I guess I would trust like an East Coast place to do that a little better than I would here, but still. Bro, you're right. This photo is literally a Weber grill with like fucking <laughs> 12 kinds of meat on it at the same yeah. time, in, including what very much appears to be like fucking Vienna all beef hot dogs. Yes. They're also they're rocking the a 1.8 on? average on Google, so it's not like a Yelp anomaly either. Mm, nope everyone just hates them yep okay sadie f says this is the second time my fiance forced us to eat from here i burst into tears when he said he was going to get me and his girl wifey that's a weird sentence mm. my fiance who also has a wife anyway meals from regal well he, th he thinks the food is so tasty his taste buds must be damaged the, exper <laughs> the experience was twice as crummy as the last time. Why are they still serving food? My tuna wrap was atrocious. So Ooh. many things wrong. Oh, it, it reeked of rotten ass. Oh, <laughs> the, oh, 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 the taste was so slimy and bland. Admittedly, the odor might have just been me, but the tuna certainly was not fresh. Okay, real quick. Some of though. these have to be jokes, but. Real quick, though, if you're ordering from a restaurant that you had a terrible experience with last time and on their sign, it says they sell pizza, subs and wings and you choose to order the tuna wrap. That's your fault. You fucked well, up. She burst into tears because she didn't want to order from here so, so much. She was forced to, Ryan. I totally understand that. I'm just saying if you already knew the food sucked. And there are three things on the sign and you choose the thing that is furthest away from that sign and is probably sure. going to be terrible. You have made a mistake. <laughs> you um, choose a pizza, a sub or a wing at a minimum. You choose a pizza because with no meat on it to minimize your chance of food poisoning. <laughs> and it's one of the hardest things to fuck up. Okay. Last two sentences. This restaurant is irredeemably trash. First of all, put it on the list. Irredeemably trash. So and, and based on all of the abysmal reviews, no one should ever order their food. I will put my foot down and tell my family never again. Phenomenal. This restaurant uh, is breaking up marriages, Ryan. Do you think, hang on real quick. I want to see if irredeemablytrash.com is available <laughs> so that we Big can trash. create. Big trash. <laughs> irredeemably damn, uh, why is that such a hard word to spell irredeemably. yeah no one will ever be able to find our website but irredeemably no i did it right and mm. are we adding <laughs> big big availability look at you motherfucker since you bought a website i'm proud of you buddy irredeemablytrash.com would be a very funny place for us to just put either links or photos of things that we think are terrible on a semi-regular basis. We don't even need whatifpod.com anymore. That can just be our website. Yeah, it's just straight up a Tumblr redirect and just each Tumblr post is... A Tumblr. A fucking Tumblr. A Tumblr. Ah, uh, okay. Um, I gotta get to a couple more of these. We don't have an ad this week, but I want to tell people how to vote instead of running an ad. Okay. And then I'm going to tell them to join our Patreon so that we can quit our jobs and do this full time forever. You did that Just at the kidding. beginning, but we can do but it seriously. again if you'd like. Um, vote. First of all, 
You need to vote. You just got to do it. And if you don't know how to do it or if you don't know where to do it or when, just go to vote.org and you can get literally any information you could ever need about you can see if you're registered. It takes 10 seconds to find out if you're registered. If you're not and you can still register in your state, you can register. You can request an absentee ballot uh, if that's a thing that is available to you. You can find your in-person polling place. Um, at this point, I would encourage you to figure out a way to vote in person, if at all possible. And if you've already voted, you can find, or even if you haven't, you can find info on how to become a poll worker and make sure that other people are able to vote as well. So just go to vote.org and they got all of your bases covered. If you already registered, make sure you go vote on November 3rd. If you've already voted, awesome. Try and help some other people vote. Uh, this shit is always important, but it's extra super duper important this year. So if you're able to vote, please do. Fuck. Yeah. I already voted. My shit's already sent in and received sick. Me too. I got an absentee ballot and then went and dropped it off because don't really trust the post office right now. You never know. Cause you never know. Um, we never want to quit our jobs. Cause Spencer and I actually like what we do, but uh, if you want to support us for doing what we do do and giving you 201 now episodes of this show support this absolutely voodoo. free, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash what if podcast. Uh, like I said, it's only five bucks a month. You get two episodes a week. You get the free episode that comes out on Tuesday and you get another exclusive episode that comes out every Friday. Plus you get access to a back catalog of over a hundred episodes of the show you ain't never heard before because they're hidden away in a secret club closet where all the cool kids hang out. So uh, go to patreon.com slash what if podcast and uh, come join us over there. We, uh, we have a lot of fun. Oh, damn. All right. Oh God. I knocked my microphone. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, we still love you. Okay. We're going to do video game next. Okay. Uh Oh, first of all, is it, do you have any guesses? Well, I was thinking about it when you first said it and I was trying to think of that one video game that like drove people crazy or whatever. Wasn't there like a, didn't we do an episode about a video game that oh. drove people crazy? Yeah. Uh, Polybius. That's the one. I'm not even sure that was a real thing though. Yeah. But Way I was back. like, did it have some, did it have some negative effects? Well, uh, <laughs> yes it did, but not, not uh, physically as far as okay. I can tell. Uh, era. 80s 1980s 1980s um i've played this game you've played it i have uh, what system Although, did you play it on well that might give it away a little bit but atari atari hmm 2600 i don't know like a list of I like I, the only Atari games I can name are like Pong and fucking Duck Hunt. Well, one of those was not even Atari. <laughs> Wasn't Duck Hunt an Atari game? Oh no, that was a fucking Nintendo game. No. What am I talking about? Yeah, because you got the pew, yeah, pew. yeah, yeah. Atari just had one button and a joystick. Um, I can't. <laughs> damn, is Pong the only Atari game I know? That might be. Maybe. Anyway, if it is, you're not going to guess. Uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial is widely considered the worst video game of all time. That was an E.T. game for Atari? That sounds fucking sick. That's what I thought, too, when I bought it. So I, I picked up 
I, I was not alive in 1982. Um, but when in probably like 1996, seven, eight, somewhere in there, I bought an Atari at a garage sale oh. and picked up some, some games for it. And I was like, sick. I love ET. That game looks cool. It's going to be about space and aliens. And yeah. Shit. Hell yeah. And it's, I played it for like 10 minutes and it's the most frustrated I've ever been playing a video game. And I never went back to Damn, it. <laughs> they fucked up. It like the game was so bad that it put Atari out of business and it was 20 years until we got another American <laughs> video game console. Like it, it crashed not only Atari as a company, but like video games in general, bro, that's were set back years by how bad this game that's was. So, that's so disrespectful. I mean, it's it's true. So Atari and specifically this dude, Howard Warshaw, that worked at Atari, uh, made a game f- based on uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana Jones. And it was a huge success. And that was like 81, maybe 80 or 81. And so a year or two later, when E.T. comes out, Spielberg goes back to Atari and says, Hey, I want that same dude to make an ET game. Sure. For, sure. Sure. For us. Cause back then apparently Spielberg was like directly negotiating these things cool, with cool. Atari. So they agreed to do it, but it took them so long to negotiate the rights for it that they didn't get approved until july and they wanted to roll it out before christmas so by the time they got the rights and all the paperwork done they had five weeks to make the video game oh no <laughs> before they had to start producing Yikes. it and start shipping it and and it was one like it was literally one dude making the game it was howard warshaw by himself making this game and he was in direct contact with steven spielberg atari told him hey you're making this game and 36 hours from now you have a meeting with Spielberg where you need to present your like concept for the game and how it's going to work. He had a day and a half before meeting with Spielberg. And also after you meet with Steven Spielberg, you now have four and a half weeks (laughs) instead of five. Yeah. So yeah, for context, it took 10 months to do the Raiders of the Lost Ark game, just like designing it. And they're giving him five weeks. Also, he's 23. He has not been programming games for very long. Mm. He's 23 years old. So it was huge trash. It's like the most, the whole game is based around E.T. trying to find three pieces of a, of a phone so that he can put it together and call home and go back home. Sick. But you just kind of, there are like six different screens. The whole game is just six screens. And E.T. just kind of wanders from one to the next, randomly falling into pits. Bro, um, I'm watching the gameplay right now, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of it out there. It's horrible. Holy bananas. Like, just watching it doesn't convey how frustrating it is. Because there's like, there's really no way to figure it out just by playing it. Like, you'd have to play it for so long just to start understanding like how things work and what you're even supposed to be doing. And there's no 
reward along the way. It's not fun. It's not like challenging. There's no real strategy. You just kind of like wander around and have to find stuff. It's just insanely frustrating. Yeah. And actually, so, uh, Warsha has now embraced how terrible it was and does not make video games anymore. Um, but he said, quote, there's a difference between frustration and disorientation. Video games are all about frustration. It's okay to frustrate a user. In fact, it's important to, but you never want to disorient the user. Mm. Talking about like his own game and how badly he fucked up <laughs> and that like no one knew what you were supposed to do. And they, I think to some extent anticipated that because they shipped it with like a full instruction manual, which games didn't really do and still don't do. There's like a, a, a booklet that tells you like, here's what you're supposed to be doing and here's where stuff is. And here's what this icon means. Huh? But like, no one's ever going to read that. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not. A kid is going to buy a video game and be like, okay, before I plug it in, I'm I got to read, read this book. Yeah. And it's the eight, it's 82. So there's not like, obviously there's no internet, but there weren't even like video game magazines or any way to even communicate with other people. Playing yeah. You're not like getting, yet. uh, you're not getting like fucking tips from your buddies in forums right. and shit. Exactly. So they sold, it sold really well at first because it was the ET video game for Atari. Yeah. And ET was the pop in his shit. Right. They sold a million and a half copies of it. But they made the first run of it, they made four million. So they were sitting on two and a half million unsold copies of this game. And once people back, started shitting on it. <laughs> right. It got terrible reviews. Nobody liked it. Word just spread of like, well, this kid bought it and I played it and it fucking sucked, so I'm not gonna buy it. Yeah. And back then the way that their contracts were written, the distributors they worked with could return unsold games. What? As could as could the stores. What? So Damn. They if were like Walmart buys a thousand copies of this ET game, and they only sell sixty of them. They can go back to their distributor and say, "Hey, come pick up these nine hundred and forty copies that we didn't sell and give us our money back." Wow. And then the distributor can go to Atari and say, "Hey, we have nine hundred and sixty copies we didn't sell. Give us our money back." The eighties were wild because supply chains haven't worked like that in many years, and everyone would LOL in your face if you suggested that was how you wanted shit to work for you. Yes. So they paid twenty-one million dollars just for the rights to make the game from Spielberg and whoever, uh, whichever studio made it. Yikes. They made 4 million up front, 4 million copies, uh, and then spent $5 million advertising it. And this is, this is all in 1982 dollars. Bro, nothing is more incredible to me than paying, what'd you say? 21? How many? 21 million. Yeah. 21 million for the rights to it. 5 million to advertise it and giving the project to one dude for five weeks to make it. (laughs) A one 23 year old has basically a month to make this product that you're investing. I mean, I don't know how much it costs to manufacture it, to actually like produce it. He's writing the code, but I'm sure there are other people involved in like design and stuff. Yeah. This, this has to be like, you know, at least a hundred million dollar project, if not significantly more that they put as little actual like energy into the product as humanly possible. Yeah. 
Um, so by the second quarter of 83, Atari posted a $310 million loss. Yeesh. And for 1983 as a whole, posted a $536 million loss, which is the equivalent of $1.3 billion today. In okay. one year, they lost over a billion dollars. And by 1984, had sold the company and were not actively making video games. Okay. I have to look, though. How much did Atari games cost on release? I think it was 20-ish. This is saying 40 to 60. We've been at $60 a game since 82? No way. That's what it says. I know it's been a long time, but... $60 in 1982 would have been insane. I mean, that's what it says, dude. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's the same thing as like, yeah, TV back then was like $2,000. Now you can buy a 50-inch television for like 300 bucks. Yes. I mean, I don't know. This, like, some people are saying 15 to 25, 30, and then 40 to 60 for like the big name ones. All right, so let's just do this conservatively. You said they made four million mm-hmm. copies of the game. They made four million. They sold one and a half million. Okay, I just wanted to call out the fact that even if they had made four million and sold all of them at the highest price point for any Atari game, they're only making two hundred forty million there. I'm just saying Atari had some other issues going on. If they're posting, oh, oh they absolutely did. Yeah, big yeah, yeah. fat this, L's. That that half a billion dollar loss was not just this game. They were obviously. And like you said, if you're investing that much money into a product that you're trusting to one 23-year-old for five weeks, obviously you're not making good choices just in general. And you said how many did they sell? They sold a million of the four? Uh, 1.5. So they were sitting on two and a half million unsold copies of this game. So let's say on the conservative side, they sold it. They sold 1.5 copies times $20 a game. They still recouped their their costs at least and made a little bit of money. Well, wait. Oh no, sorry. No. We're not ta- we're not factoring the whole shit in. My bad. My bad. My they bad, barely my bad, paid my off bad. the rights. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. That's just the rights and the fucking and the advertising and like a little bit more. Yeah, and yeah, then you're talking about manufacturing, any manufacturing and distribution, shipping. And, yeah, totally. Like your employee costs, all that yeah, stuff. Never mind. No, they definitely they definitely. Uh, Screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah. From every angle. So the they had so many unsold copies that they ended up burying I don't know how many exactly, but thousands of copies in a New Mexico landfill. Burying them. Well, dumping, whatever. Um yeah, they were like straight up dumping games in the trash because they fucked up so badly. Damn, you can't even just like go put that out at a fucking GameStop on a rack and be like, go nuts, guys. They're free. Not when you have two and a half million of them and then all you're doing is, you know, devaluing your products further at that point. That's true. And everybody who's played it says it's fucking terrible. Everyone's like, uh, here, right. you throw you throw this away in the words of Mitch Hedberg. Yeah. If you can find copies of it now for like, 15 20 bucks on ebay got it i'm sure you can find an atari probably pretty cheaply too the um the ones that were actually pulled out of the landfill sold for more than that 
they sold. I don't know how many they pulled out because they had they dirt sold, on them or what. Um, I think as like a, you know, a rare historical copy how, of it. How how do you prove it though? If I just put my if I took my cartridge out back and like scraped it up oh, and put some dirt sure. on it. <laughs> right. Yeah. I found this in a landfill. <laughs> I, I don't know. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the grift, bud. It's a good grift. I like a good grift. Um, I found a great new podcast along the way of, of researching this story. It's a side door from the Smithsonian Institute. Oh, it's just cool. a whole podcast about like weird shit that the Smithsonian has. And it's really well done. I fucking love that. That sounds super dope. They have one of the trash copies of, of E.T. I bet they have so many cool things that are not like. Nope, just trashed video games. <laughs> it's the whole institute. Just dirty video games. They've been uh, they've been busy, you know. They had to collect every like copy of Aladdin that was never played on Sega. And Oh, what a game. All right. Great, great game. Last one for now. I'll save the rest for the, the Patreon or something. I we're gonna bet. do we're gonna do worst baseball team in honor of the Minnesota Twins. Oh God. Just got, <laughs> just got so depressed. <laughs> all right. The worst baseball team of all time, Ryan. The the tote. Let me wait. Is, wait, 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 wait. Okay. Uh, let there's me get, no way you're gonna guess it, but go ahead. Oh, is it like not a current major it's league not, team? It's not guessable, no. All right, go ahead. You could guess the city. It, the team is no longer named this, but you could guess the city. It's a current baseball, major league baseball city. Detroit. Eh, no, but you're close. Chicago. Nope. Milwaukee. Still, nope. You're dancing around it. You gotta go a little farther east. Mm. Maybe. I'm bad at geography. <laughs> well, now I don't know where to guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty... Pretty sure it's east of Milwaukee, at least. I don't really know where Detroit is ever. I get confused about Michigan. Michigan is confusing, I agree. Is it east of Michigan? Yeah, I'm looking at a map now. It's due... Mm, yes, it is It is southeast of Detroit. Southeast of Detroit. Um, it's Cleveland, whatever. Oh. Uh, the 1899 Cleveland Spiders... Ryan 1899 Cleveland spiders. Um, in love with it already. <laughs> okay. Their record in 1899 was 20 and 134. Oh, and they were outscored 529 to 1,252. Their opponents scored more than 300% more runs than them. Wow. Bummer. They finished they finished the season 84 games out of first place. I'm surprised <laughs> that they were 84 games out of first place is incredible. I'm surprised they were playing a full 162 game season back then. Well, they were playing 154 apparently, but oh. yeah, baseball dude, it's always fascinating to me how little baseball has changed in 150 years almost. Yeah. Like the game in 1899 was pretty much the same thing. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that, I, I buy that. Uh, okay. They're, they didn't have a pitcher with an ERA under five. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Oof. Their best pitcher had four wins on the year. 
You're, bro, you're, uh, that means your your best bet is you got to score six runs every game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> every pitcher that you're putting out there, you're getting five put on you. Minimum, yeah. One of their starters finished the season with a uh, 8.2 ERA. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. That's for you non-baseball folks. That is the amount of runs on average you would allow in nine innings. That's um, I I feel like we could have played on that team. Almost certainly, yeah. And I can't even really throw. Uh, <laughs> they had a twenty-four game losing streak at one point. Oh God, how are they still a team? They were shut out fourteen times, and they actually got significantly worse as the season went on. Impressive. Well, they just so got you, fucking sad, bro. They were like, "Why the fuck are we trying, dude? We're dude. we're." When you're 60 some games out of first place, you're not fucking showing up to work the next day. Like today's the day to go get it. They went one in 39 in their last 40 games. Big, <laughs> big time. They did for sure. They did big trash. Those dudes so, are just like picking their teeth with a toothpick while the strikes come sailing in. Just like, <laughs> nah, dude, I'm going to sit back down in a hot second. I'm hammered drunk. Also this. Uh, Probably they were, had, honestly. I mean, you might as well. You, you know, once you Dude, if they were getting drunk in the fucking 80s and like doing blow in the fucking clubhouse and shit and smoking cigars in between innings in like 88, there's no way they weren't doing some rowdy shit in fucking 1898. Once you're 100 games under 500, I think you uh, you can start drinking during the game. <laughs> Absolutely. Back then, I'm pretty sure that was required medicine anyway. They're probably like, oh, your arm hurts from throwing the baseball too hard? Mm, have some cocaine about it. and like Also cocaine. Yeah. Feeling good? Cocaine. Feeling bad? Also cocaine. Probably cocaine. It will probably help. Uh, okay. They had 20 last stat for the, the Spiders. They had 20 wins on the year. Oh. Seven of them were by one run. Oh, depressing. That's even so worse. Even, even when they won, they just barely won. Barely proficient. And when, and when they lost, they were losing like 12 to 1, 17 to 2, just getting absolutely smashed. Ouch. Um, They did have some incredible names on their team, though. They had that going for them. Give it to me. Uh, okay. We've got Chief Zimmer. Okay. We have Sport McAllister. Oh, come on. We have Crazy Schmidt. Crazy Schmidt. Crazy <laughs> Schmidt? Bro, these are uh, first of all, these have to be these have to be some Bobson Dugnut just made up like some dude at baseball reference is like I don't know who the fuck played in 1899. Yeah. Why do we have a page for the 1899 Cleveland Spiders? For sure. His name's Crazy Schmidt. <laughs> that that and or apparently in the late 1800s when you were a baseball player, you got to pick like a fucking WWE <laughs> ass like fucking performer name for your fucking baseball player shit. They call me who Crazy Schmidt. Knows? Um, we have, I don't even know. They call me Crazy Schmidt because I rush the mound every other pitch. Come see me here, eh? First name, O-S-S-E-E. -E. How would you pronounce that? Aussie. Aussie? Aussie. Last name, S-C-H-R-E, 
C-O-N-G-O-S-T. Shraken Ghost? Ashi Shraken Ghost? <laughs> Shraken Ghost is a phenomenal <laughs> way to say that. I don't know what sh- I don't I honestly don't know what else it could be. You, you said you said too many consonants after too many vowels and I fucking lost you. I was I was tracking <laughs> for the first like four letters and then it fell apart. S C H R E C Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. Shrekin. Shrekin Ghost. G O S T. Ghost. Shrekin Ghost. Shrekin Ghost. I'm going with Shrekin Ghost, but Shrekin Ghost. Sport McAllister. Harry Lockhead. Phenomenal. (laughs) Bill Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Hill. God bless him. I hadn't, I hadn't seen that one until now. Oh, fuck. God bless Bill Hill. <laughs> Harry Cauliflower. <laughs> You're fucking lying. <laughs> Harry. <I'm> ca- <laughs> I'll send you this list. <laughs> Harry Cauliflower and Bill Hill. <laughs> oh, shit. Harry Cauliflower is not a real person's name, dude. It can't be. It can't be. Harry Cauliflower, he played in 23 games. Bro, Harry Cauliflower, when he walked from the on-deck circle to the batting box, just lofted ahead of Cauliflower in the air and just fucking practice cracked it into the fucking stands. Uh, Oh, fuck. Charlie Charlie Hemphill. Mm. Oh shit! <laughs> I forgot one. Highball Wilson. Did I say that one yet? Highball <laughs> Wilson. Oh my god, that's a fucking name, dude. Holy shit, bud. Uh, wow. Highball okay. Wilson. This also makes me want to now go into all of the late 1800s baseball teams and see if all right? of the names are this fucking excellent. Because if they are, well, I'm gonna be thrilled. Me, uh, okay, let me look at the. No, I don't. Oh, wow. You can see their entire schedule. Uh, how do I find other? How is that 18, real? 1899 teams? I don't know how to do that. Uh, well, well, we'll do that maybe next week because we're, we're at an hour 10. All right. We'll leave you with Highball Wilson for now. Fucking a, Bill dude. Hill. Bill Hill. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, Crazy Harry, Schmidt. Dude, Harry Cauliflower, man. Come on. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's just, that's some next level shit. Harry Cauliflower had an eight point. He was the guy with the 8.2 ERA. Of course he was. <laughs> God bless. All right. This has been fun. Holy fuck. It's the what if podcast buds. And we love you for being here. Thanks for listening to the show. We appreciate your support. If you want to holler at us, 612-246-4614 is the voicemail. You can leave us a message. Sometimes we play them on the show. If you want to send us an email about anything for any reason, if you've got some motherfucking air fryer recipes, holler at your boys. <laughs> it's high at whatifpodcast.com. We're at whatifpod on all the social channels. And we've got a Facebook group that's got, uh, we're going on a couple thousand people in there. It's getting, uh, it's getting up there. So some folks hanging out. We talk about weird shit. We crack jokes. Spencer and I interact in there too. It's pretty good. Uh, shop.whatifpodcast.com. You can get the official band shirt, band poster, buy a shout out on the show, all kinds of other stuff. And if you want those ep- extra episodes, it's patreon.com slash whatifpodcast. We love you guys. Ryan, I got, no, I got to do the thing that I said I was going to do and that I forgot to do about Patreon. Oh, shit. This week or some week on Patreon, 
Yes. Do you want to watch in real time and react to and comment on what is widely considered the worst movie of all time that's available in public domain? The worst what of all time? Movie. Hmm. How long of a movie is it? Because if we don't know, if we're if we're gonna watch an entire hour and a half long movie and comment on it, that's a very long process. No, no, no. I'm saying like we we press play at the same time that the listeners press play, right? And th- they can watch it with our commentary. Oh, I see. Got it. Got it. I mean, I got you. But okay, so we wouldn't pause it at all. We would just talk over whatever's happening. Exactly. It's an hour and eighteen minutes. Yeah, I'm down. It's about right. Yeah, I'm down. Okay. Sounds good. Love you guys. Love you. See you next week. Bye.